What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Feeling in my bones, I could feel it in my face. Hands in the sky, I can feel the winds of change. You live and you learn, and I hope I've seen enough to make something right and make up for what I. Surprised by you Want you to make my heart feel As much as I know it should I wanna get high on Caught by surprise by you Want you to make my heart feel As much as I know Hello, hello, and welcome to Investigate Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Chad, alongside my wife, Sherry. Hope everyone is doing fantastic out there this evening of 8-23-2022. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> that did not leave me much to say, but hey, guys, glad you're here. <laughs> Hope everyone is doing great. Uh, it is August 23rd, 2022, as I was just saying, 7.26 p.m. here on the East Coast of the United States, South Carolina. We welcome all of you from around the world that is listening and uh, and supporting us. We appreciate each and every one of you. I'm going to say it from the beginning this time. If you guys care about the truth, you care about spreading the message of truth and getting past the mainstream media narrative, you have to share our podcast. You got to share podcasts like ours. The people that you care about, you have to be. You have to do whatever you can to get the message out. And we do ask of you, if you do anything, is just share our stuff. Let people know who we are. Let people know the message. Even if you don't let people know who we are, talk about it constantly. And uh, make sure people are aware that there is definitely a truth out there. Even though people believe they're being lied to on a daily basis, there are places they can still find truth. So, that's what I wanted to start with. So, yeah, that's so right. You can find truth here because that's what we're searching for. And that's what you're searching for. And that's why we have a common community together is because we're searching for the truth together. Yeah. Um, so how is everyone doing this evening? So tonight on this episode, we're going to talk about Russia-Ukraine war. We're going to talk about the latest car bombing. We're going to talk about what does this mean for the, the future of the Russia-Ukraine war, for the potential of World War III. How does this play in? Uh, does this escalate war to the point of a massive nuclear uh, war? Possibly nuclear war to, hmm. to be the end of days? We don't know. Um, but we are going to talk about it. That's just and reminding forget, me i got to turn yeah. my phone volume off. And also don't forget that somebody in our government was talking about nuclear war today that we need to bring up that situation. Yeah, well, I think they were That's either crazy. an ex-government employee that was basically kind of oh, putting we're gonna, us... We're going to uh, do it now. <laughs> well, no, it was just, it was just someone that um, they were putting us up against Russia and China saying that we do not have... Uh, the capabilities. Well, it's not even the capabilities, just that a lot of our nukes and our tactical nuclear uh, weapon capabilities are outdated um, and they need to be you know, brought to uh, today's standards. And I guess they're not. And, you know, it is one thing, I guess, Russia's showing their might with their hypersonic missiles. China, we obviously know, has, has hypersonic missiles as well, although China does not have the amount of nuclear or hypersonic missiles as Russia or China. I, I believe Russia actually has the most. We've talked about it in a you previous You mean Russia po- or America? 
Yeah, or yeah, I'm you saying China. China does not have as many hypersonic or uh, tactical nukes as United States yeah. or especially Russia. But you know, according to all the stats and all the data out there, Russia is one of the top tactical nuke countries out there. So, and the reality is, you know, in the event of a nuclear war, in the event something pops off, you know, there's only so many things that you can do to try to save your own country in a in a situation where if you have people in a situation room and they're like all right they just launched a nuke or whatever the case may be well, you have the like, hypersonic you have missiles five are, minutes <laughs> well 15 minutes at most 15 i mean minutes most, most of those rise. missiles are reaching uh the united states or australia or canada or whoever else new zealand <clears throat> wherever they're going to i mean they're going to reach them very fast and the thing about the hypersonic missiles, and I know we're getting in a little not not off topic, but we got to talk about this. Hypersonic missiles, <clears throat> their ability to be able to switch trajectories, which means they can be going at nine times the speed of sound, and all of a sudden make a left turn instantly. It's almost so like it a makes UFO. it very hard. Yeah, it's almost like a UFO. Well, it's not. It's, well, it's not because it's not a direct left turn. It's not like it disappears. Oh, okay, but it gotcha. can move and avoid. Faster no. than a plane or anything oh, else. Absolutely. Yeah. Nine times the speed of sound? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have an airplane even close to that. So, um, so yeah, so these, these weapons are able to avoid, uh, you know, our weapons defense systems. Destruction. No, they're, they're, they're just able to avoid our weapon defense systems. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, we don't know. Regardless, we know we have nukes. We know we have, you know, hypersonic missiles. It, there's no one wins a nuclear war for a reason. And it's because... Even if we tried to bomb the hell out of their silos and the places we knew they had their their nukes, because we know. I mean, our intelligence in the United mm-hmm. States. Just like they know probably ours. <clears throat> maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. It, who knows how good their intelligence is. There's a reason why, you know, the United States has always been a powerhouse as far as, um, you know, the leader of the free world. We have more intelligence. We have more capabilities of almost anybody. And or pretty much anybody, or at least I say we used to. I don't know anymore now because now it's That's just why I said that. it's a toss up. Yeah, but um, but you know, so we're we're staring down the barrel of a loaded nuclear firearm is what we're looking at, and you know, I, I think you know we we all go about our lives on a daily basis. We wake up, we go to work, we go to do whatever we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We go to a movie, we go out to a party, Eat. we go hang out with yeah, our friends. We go to dinner, we go And we're oblivious do, to yeah. how literally we are Close. on a knife edge <laughs> to total destruction of this world. Right. But this is one thing I wanted to and, ask. And I'm not trying to be, but listen, I'm not trying to be like a doomsday person. I'm just saying yeah. it doesn't take much. To blow up the world, yeah. And, and I feel like, and I feel like. And, and that's why that's why it's very important what we're going to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. But um, let me ask you a quick question: If for some reason Russia or China were going after after America and they they put their nuclear weapons towards America only, is that going to affect the whole world? Yeah, it would because it's going to cause a nuclear winter. I mean, the reality is, in an all-out nuclear war, the whole world will be affected because it's going to cause a nuclear winter. That many people say would last for years. You're not going to have sunlight hardly. It's going to it's going to almost be like a new ice age. You're not going to have. Um, I mean, it's going to absolutely probably destroy a lot of communications and power. Just because of the dust lands. of it, or like what? not the dust, just the, the radiation, the, the radiation and the smoke and the, everything that is in the atmosphere. It's going to it's, it's going to block out the sunlight. Earth. Yeah, it's going to block out the sunlight. So even if Russia, the, let's just say Russia sent one nuclear warhead to America in like New York. Not one, not just one, let's one just would say not do if it, it's though. one. No, one would not cause a nuclear winter. No. It would have to be multiple nuclear warheads that were launched that were fired in many different areas. And it also depends on how big the the weapon is, the warhead, it could be mm-hmm. 500 pounds, 1000 pounds, whatever the case may be. So let's say they did the one weapon and just say they targeted New York. Well, it doesn't matter. If they hit New York with a nuclear warhead, do you, know, do you know the amount of damage, nuclear weapons? Like, no. no. Oh, wait. Listen, do you know the amount of nuclear weapons that would be launched after? I mean, if, if Russia hits the United States with one, that's, it's, it's not even a possibility. Russia can't just hit 
New York with and then one we're not going to retaliate. No, we're going to send it. every nuclear freaking weapon we have, and so are they. Yeah, and then I get it's that. over with. I get that, but and I'm not just only asking. Us, all the other countries that have nukes are going to go into. China's going to do it. I get that, but what I was asking, if there North was Korea. one nuke delivered to one specific place, what would happen? Well, we know. It would, it would look back at Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I mean, in Japan, it kills a shit ton of people. And it, like, kills a shit area. ton of people. Yeah. And there is fallout in, in certain areas. But, I mean, the reality is is that that's just not likely now. I mean, that's just not... It, it's Russia's not going to send one nuclear warhead to us. And, you know, like if the United States hit Russia with a nuclear warhead, they would hit Moscow, which is, like, their capital. Yeah, I'm right. And so... That's like hitting New York City. I right. mean, it's the that's same what, thing. Exactly what I was well, saying. The, the, yeah. I know, but that's not going to happen. There's not going to be one nuclear warhead and we're like, okay, we're done. Yeah, no. I know, but I'm just saying if that happened, what would happen? Well, it would kill a shit ton of people in a certain blast area. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. But it wouldn't kill everyone on Earth. No, absolutely not. No, it wouldn't kill everyone on Earth. I mean, not even close. You would have to have like multiple nuclear warheads. Yeah, I mean, look, to get it. The reality is to get a nuclear winter to happen, you got to have a. It's got to be an all-out nuclear war, which which is what there, there's not going to be a nuclear war without an all-out nuclear war mm-hmm. to where everyone sends everything. It's I just get, not going to happen. I was just doing the what ifs. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe back in the day when you had one or two countries that had nuclear warheads, that might happen. That might be possible, but not in this situation. I don't think. I mean, I know what you're asking. But the reality is, is that the United States, if they got hit, if if the United States got hit by a nuclear warhead, or they even launched a nuclear warhead this way, you know, it would be, it'd be total destruction across the world, and everyone would just, they would shoot and pray that somehow maybe they survive down the road, you know. And the best people to survive are people with under underground bunkers, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I think for a little while, but you know, you got to understand too is like, you know, you're gonna have a lot of. You know, you better have a food supply enough to where you're going to have um, the ability to stay underground to where radiation and the fallout at least subdues. And then you're going to have to, because look, there's most animals are going to be dead within so long, you know, all that stuff. So you're not going to be able to hunt really. You know, I think you can't good, even go outside. I think a good <laughs> option, not for a while, but I think a good option too would be having water somewhere to where you could actually fish. I mean, even though those fish may be radi- yeah, radioactive. Yeah, because we were talking you know. about that the other night, that you felt like fish would be less. Yeah, I mean, they would survive more than obviously animals above. above because they're in the ocean? Because yeah, they're in the water? Yeah, I mean, they, they have a certain layer of protection. I mean, there's going to be fallout that gets in the water as well, I would assume. But yeah. Um, but so either, that was, either way, it's not, a good, it's not a good thing. Oh, it's, exactly. Regardless. But I'm I mean, just saying, if it happened... You would be much well, likely latest, to survive in the ocean, you know, fishing in the ocean than creatures well, on Earth. I mean, you're not going to want to be out in the air, you know, for a long period of time, which means you need to have a food supply long enough to survive the fallout, you know, over time, which is going to mm-hmm. be a while. And then you got to think a nuclear winter, you're talking about extreme cold conditions. You're because talking about we're like, uninhabitable. Right. Because the sun is not even. Able no. to come down on. No, us. we actually had a podcast about this. We it was a World War Three. I think it was one of our first podcasts. We went in depth about how nuclear winters happen and all this stuff. So we're not going to go into like the whole detail about that. You guys can go listen to that on the previous podcast. But yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, it's it's a nuclear winter. You're going to be, you know, it's it's going to screw everything, basically. Okay. Um. So what we're so. What we do need to talk about is what happened recently in Russia, Ukraine. Well, let's just give an update, I guess, on the Russia, Ukraine situation. Yeah, as I want to know numbers and all that because so we've right not now, talked about it for a while. Yeah, so some 9,000 Ukrainian troops right now have been killed during the Russian invasion. Um, UN says 5,587 civilians have been killed and 7,890 are wounded. And uh, this estimate is as of August 22nd, 2022. Um and the estimate is likely uh, hugely conservative, as the UN says. So, meaning these numbers are probably a lot less than what what the actual numbers are. Um, or way Ru- more. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. You said way less. No, way no, more. no, I'm saying these numbers are way less than what actually happened. Oh, okay, that they're reporting. Gotcha. Yeah. 
And so Russia's invasion of Ukraine has already killed about 9,000 Ukrainian soldiers since it began nearly six months ago. And a general said in a rare admission on casualty figures during the war, General Valery Zalunhai, Ukraine's uh, commander-in-chief, said on Monday many more Ukrainian children needed to be cared for because their fathers had gone to the front and are maybe among the nearly 9,000 he, he rose who have been killed. And so this is according to, by the way, I'm actually getting these figures from Al Jazeera, which is sad because it is a, a Middle Eastern news agency. It's actually one of the big reporting news agencies during the Afghanistan and United States war. Uh, but I did want to just kind of get a outside the box uh, news agency that's just kind of trying to find so what the actual like numbers are. 9,000. Yeah. Um, U.S. military officials estimated two weeks ago that Russia had lost between 70,000 to 80,000 soldiers. Wow. Um, both killed and wounded in action. It is impossible for Al Jazeera, they say, to independently confirm those battlefield figures. Because the United Nations, like I said, they said there's been 5,587 civilians that are dead, and they also said 9,000 Ukrainian troops. The United States is estimating uh, up to 70 to 80,000 soldiers have died. Um... The UN's Children Agency said on Monday at least 972 Ukrainian children have been killed or injured since Russia invaded. That's a whole school, like a um, big school. <laughs> yeah, and so this this is just kind of some of the latest numbers as far as you know what. And to me, I feel like we have to are. put those the the numbers into like equations that what we can understand what it looks like. If you think about nine thousand or a hundred thousand. You know, what are you looking at? Like, what can you compare that to? Because most of us, we just listen to the numbers and we don't understand. But if you're looking at 900 children, that's a whole elementary school, right? If you're looking at hundreds of thousands of people. Or 70 or 80,000. I mean, you're looking at a a stadium, a a stadium full. Yeah, a whole stadium full of of people dead. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are the, they're they're tough numbers to to hear. You know, we you know the bad thing is you don't ever want to hear anybody die. But un- unfortunately, uh, we have wars around the world that are going on. Uh, many of those funded by the United States. Some of them funded by other places. Um, you know, I'll be the first to say the United States is not immune to going and and bombing and attacking countries for whatever reasons we've talked about in other podcasts. We're in wars now that most. The most general population of Americans, Canadians, Australians, whoever, don't even know we're there. Don't even know we're bombing the hell out of people. The, there was a report today that just came out that we're ramping up our drone strikes in Africa. We're, 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 we're killing people in Africa with drones. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, for some of these random countries. I mean, you know, and then you got to think about Libya and, and our wars there that no one even knows about. Um, so it's, you know, we look at the Russia-Ukraine. Everyone's like holding this fruit. And it's like, oh, look, look here, look here. Russia-Ukraine, Russia-Ukraine. But what we don't understand is that we, the United States, are in wars, wars all over, all the, over world the world right yeah. now that we're killing the shit out of people all the time. And Obama is one that had – Obama was one of the most deadly people when it came to drones. I mean he, he used more drone strikes to kill tons of people. And many figures say the amount of civilians he killed with those drone strikes are probably unimaginable. Yeah, I have to say, though, I don't think it was Biden. <laughs> I think it was Biden's faculty. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm you know? saying Obama. Oh, Obama. Sorry. Yeah, not Biden. Um, I'm saying Obama. Obama. Wow. Yeah, Obama is is well known to have. He he is a drone predator dude. He he loves blowing shit up, and he always did. And you know, the United States military uses drones in a lot of ways that we just can't even imagine. Um, so let's let's talk about this car bombing. Um, 
they're calling it a political assassination, and her name is Daria Dugina. And so the attack in Moscow it resulted in the death of journalist uh, Daria Platanova, uh, although her uh, last name is Dugina, but they call her Platanova. I guess that's one of the things she went by. Um, some people say it was primarily aimed at her father, which is Alexander Dugin. Um, he's a philosopher and creator of the modern school of geopolitics, head of the Department of Sociology uh, and International Relations at Moscow's Lamanosov State University and founder of the International Eurasian Movement. Uh, this is not simply a criminal act of an individual or small group, but a political crime planned and carried out by Western intelligence, they say, uh, Western intelligence services. Which particularly, does not mean just America, though, right? Particularly those of the United States and Britain, according Britain. to well-established procedures. So, and, and guys, I'm reading this based on, you know, the sources we have for these articles. The people that we read and, and what we read are people that are, and have and are on the ground in many places around the world. They have they are highly respected in the journalism community, and they have firsthand knowledge. You just take it as like almost like a project Veritas. Yeah, and um, these they people... have a lot of information from around the world. They gather information from everywhere, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they're saying for sure it was Western intelligence, but it is it is very liking to well established procedures of the West a.k.a. the United States, Britain, U.K., to carry out attacks such as these. Um, but first, the choice of target. In his interview with uh, someone else, I don't even know what the hell that name is, last April, Alexander Dugan explains that Russian military operation in Ukraine is not only a response to the U.S.-NATO escalation, which endangers Russia's security, but a response to the West's globalist plan to maintain a unipopular world under its own rule. As an alternative to the globalist agenda, Dugan envisions the creation of a multipolar world through a historic planetary pact of all people of different cultures and traditions who reject the globalist agenda. What is needed is a universal alliance against the Soros, Schwabs, Bill Gates, and the global liberal oligarchy who threaten humanity with their insane plans. And this is what um, Alexander Dugan uh, believed. And this is what he... Him and Putin, that's why they became close, because Putin right. uh, agreed with his, um, and, and also his daughter was a journalist that also fought the globalist right. type agenda. So the, in simple terms, they're against the New World Order. New World Order, globalist agenda, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so this is something we're going to get to tonight, is like, you know, I, I know you're hearing the girl got killed, she got bombed, her, you know, if you listen to mainstream media, her uh, dad was a, a nationalist Russia propagandist. You know mm-hmm. that, that's what you're going to hear, right? So we it just and, look, for Russia. and by the way, we're not just saying that this story is 100 percent fact. I'm just saying that this is an alternative thing that you have to listen to. And by the way, this is not just from one source. There are multiple sources that say the same. Now I looked into Alexander Dugan. Uh, did not know who this guy was before, but what I do know is that you know, and I. I cringe to even or not cringe but i hesitate to even say this um but alexander dugan uh he often praised president trump for um his and and keep in mind this at the same time while i say this uh trump was 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 much more harsh on russia than biden has been Mm -hmm. or obama Mm -hmm. um trump had more sanctions and more things put in place against Russia that put United States in front rather than selling out to Russia. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it allowed Russia to do their thing, to do their nationalist thing, which, by the way, nationalism is not a bad thing. The media wants you to believe that nationalist, if, if they call you a white nationalist, right, like that makes people automatically believe that a white nationalist is a, like a white supremacist. Look, nationalist means that you care about your country and you do not want outside influences or sources to interfere with that. Right. That's what a nationalist is. And it it um, does not necessarily mean white, black, No, or but whatever. that's the funny thing. But they because, always use the white nationalists yeah, because, because they want it to be sound in, bad. Right. And you can be like in Africa, for example. They could be a black nationalist. But even still, they, they, they use these terms to make it like white supremacy, mm-hmm. but they say white nationalist, propagandist, right. Right. all this shit. <clears throat> 
So let's. So yeah, it's really freedom for your country or for what your country stands for. Well, in my opinion, in 2022, in August of <laughs> of 2022, I would say nationalist is anything that is anti-globalist. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that's that's well, literally yeah. what the definition should be changed to if it isn't anti-one world government. Yes, um, you're you're exactly right. So they. They basically wanted to, the, you know, they they wanted to go against the Universal Alliance of the Soros and the Bill Gates and 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 everyone, the Schwabs and and all those people that want this this insane uh, plan, the twenty, the, the the thirty by thirty and the Great Reset. Uh, this is something that he uh, always taught in his university. He was a well known, well respected, and had shit tons of fans across Russia. And, of course, people from the outside of Russia always looked at him as well as Putin or anyone that brought – anyone that's talked about this whole globalist New World Order agenda. They looked at they looked at Putin and they looked at this guy and they say, oh, well, <laughs> they're conspiracy theorists. So – and so then we, we, we hear about this car bombing and, you know, what does the mainstream media do? Well, they come out and they say, well, you know what um, – it's fine because you know he uh, was he's he's in Putin's inner circle. And by he's the way, a, yeah, and he's a nationalist. By the way, he's not even really technically in Putin's inner circle. It's not like they're best friends. Uh, this guy Alexander Dugin, uh, he Putin had followed what he taught and what he uh, you know believed in and and what he and what his followers and the reason his followers liked him. And Putin agreed with a lot of those sentiments. If you look at any, and by the way, this is not a pro-Putin, pro-Russia podcast. I want to make that clear. I'm just giving you the other side yes, of what the mainstream yeah. media is mm-hmm. not giving you. Right. Um, so then Putin, Putin, Putin. Putin, don't Putin your pants. Putin, Putin, <laughs> Putin wanted, uh, you know, he's always been against the New World Order, and he's always been against the globalist agenda. He's said this in many major conferences around the world. He has spoke out about this. He is, um, mm-hmm. he, he knows what the real deal is uh, when it comes to that. And so people always want to say, Oh, well, Trump is Russia and Trump collusion. Well, number one, that was proven bullshit. That was just a complete lie over and over again. But then you hear about Alexander Dugan. Um, you hear about him and you hear about him praising Trump's politics and his, and his agendas for the United States. Now, it's crazy to say that because obviously Alexander Dugan is a very pro-Russian nationalist. Mm-hmm. He believes 100% in Russia. But he also believes um, that you don't have to have a one-world government for people to also kind of come together, is kind of what he said in a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one-world government and the new world order is an agenda against uh, Christianity, it's it is sovereign, again, it, even sovereign countries. Yeah, um, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, absolutely. That believe in themselves. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked about this on many episodes, but yeah, this is something that he believed in heavily, and this is something that, at least from a lot of reports, that Putin himself believed in, and he himself has said on many occasions in many different conferences. So and we, we we have to get this straight too. This Ukrainian Russian war. I've heard it over and over again. At first, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing that. But if you think about what they're doing, (laughs) they're putting all this shit on the border of Russia where we promised we weren't going to do that. We're going after them on the border. It's just like. But it's it's not just the nuclear warheads on the border. It is. It is. You know, for example, uh, China came out. um, I think it was a month ago or it was actually earlier than that. And then they said it again two weeks ago. And China came out and said they agree with Russia for this attack. The reason why China said that is because, and by the way, China is horrible to their people. But what I'm saying is, no, it's because of the bioweapons labs. And and that's another reason. And and they said, we know for a fact there's bioweapons labs. Now, listen, you can't believe any damn thing China says because, you know, (laughs) according to at least the United States narrative, this thing came from the Wuhan lab. But we also know old Fauci is retiring now. Oh, and, I did um, not know that. In December. Yeah, he's wow. he's leaving in December. And, and it's like everyone's th- saying, look, don't think you're going to run from an investigation, even though will he ever actually be investigated? I don't know. But we do know is that this virus was in the United States, in labs, in universities here, the same virus that spread around the world. Exactly. I, I don't know if it was before. I don't know if it was here before. Sorry. Before it was in Wuhan. 
but we do know that it was here. And and it was oh, it was I here before was the pandemic North, happened. It, it was in North Carolina. It was in North Carolina and Texas. Yep. Um, and some other places. Uh, our NIH. But was the funding point it. is that Russia is going after NATO and everything else in Ukraine because of what is happening at their borders. Yeah. You know. know. Yeah. We would be United States would be the same way. Absolutely. If they were putting stuff at our borders, we'd be fighting it. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. But we don't really have borders anymore. So, yeah, that's know. true. Our borders are open, so um, I don't know. So within this framework is the international Eurasian movement. It's the growing economic integration of Eurasia, which encourages negotiated conflict resolution and cross-cultural dialogue, contri- uh, contributes um, concretely to the transition from the unipopular world to the multipopular world, which the United States and other major powers of the West are trying hard to prevent. So... Daria Platanova, or Daria Dugan, or Dugina, mm-hmm. an expert on international relations, columnist, and contributor to radio and television channels, had contributed to a few episodes of Grandangola, and in the coming months of her collaboration was to take on a periodic character. The news of her murder shocked but did not silence us. Daria will remain with us on Bailu Blue. Okay. Whatever the hell that means. Um, so yeah, the I Russia, lost you on that one. <laughs> well, this is just talking about they're not going to silence what they're trying to put out there is what you know is what mm. they're saying. Um, the Russia and F, SFB investigation. So the latest report, uh, the Russia Federal Security Service has claimed that the assassination of Dugina was committed by a covert operative of Ukraine. The FSB has identified Natalia Volk or V O V K. As the alleged assassin. Yeah, and Natalia, which is a female. She's a female, yes. (laughs) As a result of a complex of urgent operational search measures, the Federal Security Service has solved the murder of Russian journalist Daria Dugina, born in 1992, the FSB announced, going on to emphasize the culpability of the Ukrainian government by stating that the crime was prepared and committed by the Ukrainian Special Services. Now, according to the FSB's investigation, uh, this this lady that they say carried out the Valk entered Russia in July before situating herself in the same apartment building that Dugina resided in. She would then follow Dugina to the festival in which the explosive device that led to her death was planted. Valk was also accom- uh, accompanied by her 12-year-old daughter. They fled to Estonia following the assassination, according to Russia's intelligence. Following her identification, Russia law enforcement agencies declared the intent to seek her extradition. So... There's a couple things in this. Number one, she went to Estonia. Number two, Russia wants to extradite her. Number three, Estonia is a NATO country. Okay? So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Yeah. This so is, this she's is how. kind of. Well, no, but listen, the world's not because depending on how hard they want to go. And look, you know, um, depending on how hard they want to go at this is whether or not this could turn into a bigger thing. Now, you know. This person or persons, including her father, was not, you know, he was not a, a general in the military of Russia or something or someone that. He was an educator. Yes. But he was not a general or something like that. So how hard will Russia go his, for this? I don't know. his daughter was a reporter, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. But will Russia take this to the next level because of someone that Putin agreed with on his and, philosophies. And he was also close to these people, too. Well, not not crazy close, but I think he, you know, he probably had a good relationship with them, obviously. Well, I think but I that, but I don't think this I don't think this brings it to the level of you know, we're going to invade a um a NATO country because of this person. To get this girl. Yeah. In Russia. But had this been a uh, you know, had this been a Russian general or a someone very close to Putin, it would be a different story, I guess. But also, we have to we have to ask ourselves: Did number one, number one, it doesn't make sense? Yeah, like it, it, why did they do this? Why did they target this girl? Why well, did they target her especially? You know, knowing that this guy was yes close to Putin and he was an educator in. Putin agreed with his philosophies, but they went after his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And we already know that because I thought, well, what if they were... And by the way, this was remote detonated, they believe, yeah. which means that she would have seen that it was not her 
That it was yeah, not. I was going to say they were going after her. They knew when she got in the car, they didn't. It wasn't after the father at all. Well, they, they could have been after the father, but I guess maybe when they saw her daughter getting the vehicle, they're like, "Screw it, we'll do this too." And and he's probably going to be hid, hiding out for a little while. Well, he um, better. But following That's her, scary. but yeah, following her assassination, Ukraine was naturally implicated as being behind the murder, given her father's significant, albeit enigmatic, reputation as one of Vladimir Putin's most influential ideologues. Um, Kiev urgently uh, washed its hands of any involvement, as advisor Mikhailo Podilak stated. Ukraine, of course, has nothing to do with yesterday's explosion, although Ukrainian officials denied any involvement in the attack. Zelensky warned of his anticipation that Dugina's murder would inex- uh, inextricably result in the intensification of Russia's military campaign. And in the beginning, before we even knew who the person that assassinated this girl was, there was all kinds of... Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rumors that it came from the West, meaning America or the UK. That's what we initially initially thought was well, it no, was, but, yeah, it was but we don't still but know. we still don't know even if it came from from Ukraine we don't really know yeah we don't know how we proxied that whole situation who is to behind work out. that who's no. behind it really who knows but given the reports of her escape to Estonia the location of the alleged assassin places Russia in a conflict against a NATO member um, and even more directly than the proxy war in Ukraine in 2016 the European Court of Justice set president which would justify any extradition request for Vok by Russia. The case law that set that standard occurred when the court found that any member state of European Union is obligated to accommodate an extradition request of any third-party non-member state, even if the subject of the request is not a citizen of the EU nation itself. This decision followed a case in which Russia requested to have Estonian national Aliski Putitrin extradited from, La- from Latvia for the drug trafficking offenses. So the legal framework of the European Court of Justice will place Estonia in a crucible and Vok has indeed found safe haven in a Baltic state. In addition to joining the EU in 2004, Estonia joined NATO the same year. The potential conflict arising between Estonia and the Russian Federation has the potential to trigger Article 5 of the NATO Charter, which would put forth a collective defense clause, meaning that any military engagement with a NATO member state constitutes action taken against the entire transatlantic body, whether it occurs as far east as Talon or as far west as Hawaii. Mm. So Article 5 has been constantly dangled before Russia as a sort of um, damasiles of sorts designed to disillude and any escalation of the Ukrainian conflict. The, ve- the veiled threat was most recently invoked in response to Russia's attack on the nuclear power plant and increased military incursions by Ukrainian military mm-hmm. forces into Crimea. Any deliberate damage causing potential radiation leak to a Ukrainian nuclear reactor would breach would be a breach of NATO's Article 5, said UK MP Tobias Elwood. His sentiments were echoed by U.S. Congressman Adam Kinzinger, which is a piece of shit, by the way, who followed Elwood's declaration by stating, this really isn't even up for debate. Any leak will kill people of NATO countries. That's an automatic Article 5, just hours before Dejina's assassination. So, in other words, they had this girl come assassinate the dude's child or whatever, and she was young. She escapes to NATO, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all these laws against Russia why they can't get her. She's safe. And if they go against that, it's going to be war. Yeah, and, 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 and Article is, 5 also talks about... And this is about, where the problem is going to come in. 
in our article five also talks about any nuclear power plant that they screw with, then it raises article five as well, which means that it will likely kill people of NATO countries. Right. So it's, it's basically, I mean, if we look at this from a, a big standpoint here, it's, it's NATO and the West saying you're not allowed to do this. Yeah, you and can't you, do that. We can like kill your people or whatever, but you're not allowed to do this. You're not a- allowed to get this person and try them in your own country. We're not going to give you her pretty much. No. But but we're also at, at the same time we're going to send you bill we're going to send Ukraine billions and billions and billions of dollars to fight you. Who knows what else we're actually doing in that war? But um, we're going to send you billions, and then we're also going to put rules on what you can and can't do. Now, here's the thing, guys. I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't look for any um, – I mean, look, there are people dying in Ukraine. But as And look, we've, we've been trying to get Patrick Lancaster on this, this mm-hmm. podcast. As Russians um, are dying too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's, there's a lot there's of both. people dying. But what I'm saying is we've been trying to get Patrick Lancaster on here because he is on the ground reporting. Uh, you know, a, We've talked about Patrick Lancaster before, ex-military guy in the United States, uh, been a journalist for a while. Um, from from his reporting, you know, it's like we've talked back and forth. Is is this a Russia propagandist uh, campaign to make it look like Russia's killing their own civilians, or is this? And I don't know why Patrick Lancaster would do that. I have no idea. But he's showing um, that Ukrainians are killing, killing Ukrainians. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the main thing with his channel. And like I said, when I watched this video, I was kind of flabbergasted. I was like, "Well, what the hell? Like, this doesn't make sense." Yeah, but we watched him in like and he Ukrainians tons of homes, and it was time after time after time. I don't think Ukrainians are going to lie about what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. You know, unless they, they're, they're getting... all against Russia, many of them, and and it's weird. I mean, uh, against Ukraine. Yeah. Not Russia. Yeah, against Ukraine. I mean, many. I mean, he's went to all of these different regions. He's and actually all of these been people, in their homes, in their yes. kitchens. Yeah, and swear all to these, God, all these people are saying, you know, Ukraine is killing us. Russia is trying to yeah. save us, and it's weird. I don't know if they're that dumb. I don't know if I don't know. I don't know. I just know that when you get and, and look, man, he interviewed like old timer Ukrainians, like you know the people that really know their shit. Mm-hmm. They, they, they've been there for so long. They know what's going on. He, he would interview these people and you would like listen to him and these old timer people that know everything about geopolitics in that area mm-hmm. say Ukraine is killing us and, and, and it's not Russia. Russia is trying to like, you know, I, I don't know. It's just weird. And what's scary is I love Zelensky or whatever his name is. Zelensky. Well, I, I, I don't liked love him. him. I mean, I liked him look, in the beginning. It, I thought he was like up as a as a superhero character. Exactly. For Ukraine. And there's a reason behind that problem. But when you look at the background of how he became president and who in the country wanted him to be president and who did not want him to be president, you have to look at the whole situation. Well, he was put in the office. Yeah, he was put in. He wasn't voted in. He was put in. Well, he was voted in, but it was like, you know, yeah. The United States has something to do with that. Um, That's what... It's happening in the United States. It happened in Ukraine. And I think that's why Ukrainian people are seeing the real shit and telling us the real shit. Like, it's hard to open our eyes and, like, even believe this, that Ukrainians could be killing their own people. But honestly, I don't put it past them because of the puppet situation and whoever's really in charge. They're going to do what they want to be in charge to control not only the countries but this world. Yeah, you're right. Well, while Article Five, too, and speaking of that, of uh, the NATO Charter has used uh, it's been used to threaten Russia from intensifying any aggression. Uh, the officials who have constantly cited the collective defense policy have done so under the pretense of preventing any further aggression. The assassination of Daria Dugina is drastically different circumstance, as Russia will surely perceive any potential action it takes to have her extradited from Estonia as entirely justified and as a response to the murder, not an offensive attack against a NATO member state. As the manhunt for Vok ensues, European uh, Europe again finds itself in the political crucible that enveloped the continent following Gravilio Prince's assassination of uh, oh the yeah Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand was someone that was assassinated that essentially escalated a massive world war. 
And um, so, and 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 everyone's saying, is this a Franz Ferdinand situation? Which is which is something that it's not quite the same because Ferdinand was a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like I said to the it, leader, yeah, whatever. And, yeah. But now this is similar because it's it's involving NATO countries. It's now they're like, you know what? We're not. This is going to be a this is going to be a moral battle that they that Russia loses if they're not able to uh, go in and get her. And there's and so a this lot is of be people that, that are blind to really what's happening. And also, I think that they were really smart. NATO or whoever put her in this thing that put her in the apartment complex and let her like watch this girl and you know follow her for six months or whatever i think they're really smart to make it a female yeah seriously because it's way worse if a female is an assassinated person than a guy just saying what do you mean I'm just saying. Oh, it just looks morally like. Yeah, morally. Yeah. Now you're going a after a female. No, but it also makes you look even more pussyfied. Yeah. Because you just got a girl bombed by a girl. Exactly. Or a guy. It could have been. It could have been dad if he would have been there. Um, but it's also the point, like you know, girls are weaker than guys or whatever. When you know, in a hole. But they they purposely, I think put a woman in charge of assassinating this girl. I have no idea about that, but I I know they possible. did that for a purpose. Um, but the but the reality is is like is this an intentional escalation to the war? You know, is this something that, you know, it's it's strange nonetheless. I mean, you we have to think like is is this entire war the result of the New World Order's war? I mean, is this a New World Order war because I I don't want to say this and 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 you know, if we look at things here back at home, or if you guys in Canada and you saw what Trudeau has done in um, with the Russian or with the uh, the Freedom Convoy, and, and you look at Australia with how hard their lockdowns were and how many human rights are violated there, um, and other places around the world, I mean, we got you know the government coming in just like the Amish farmer that just got uh, you know he's doing things without fertilizer, without all the things that the government depends on and 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 Most he's people don't even know he just got that, i but. know but look it up the amish farmer got fined 300 grand by this by by our federal government because they want him to shut down because he's not he he's an amish farmer they he has a collective members only uh group of people that they buy the top quality uh produce and meat and um, they pay a premium to have this, but it is with no pesticides. It is no fertilizer. It is nothing. It is all organic, 100% natural. And the federal government's coming in and saying, you can't do that. We're finding you 300 grand. They want to shut them down. But this is just... Yeah, but look this at is our, a side thing. But I think what I know, you're really saying is... Our borders are wide open. Our, I mean, look at look at the total intent of destruction from within, the United States is, is currently undergoing. We've shut down it's our oil. It's not our just oil. the United States, though. No, it's it is. all You're over right. the world. You're right. But the United States has shut down their oil and gas. Uh, we are just letting anyone and everyone flood across the border. And keep in mind, I, I was watching a couple movies the other day. White House Downs, number one. And then you had um, the uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Both those movies uh, basically talk about a foreign country or people that somehow get in on the pretense of, well, we're going to meet at the white house and this is a foreign government. And somehow people infiltrate this, this group of people that get in there and then they take over the white house. But yet you're, you're saying that you don't worry about anyone and everyone coming across the United States border. Like anyone. I'm talking about Russians. I'm talking about Chinese. You're talking about infiltrating, infiltrating the government's, the important governments, but the I'm people my... the people are doing that are the people that are the big wigs that are doing it to everyone. I know, but that's what it's I'm saying. Not but, the but li- listen, it's not the little penny. But at the same time, <laughs> the other countries don't have their borders wide open for for anyone and everyone. Any I get any that. cartels, any terrorists, I get any that. anyone to flood in. I get that. So, but the big wigs, whoever's in charge of over our governments all over the world. Ukraine, New Zealand, Australia, um, Canada. There's somebody in charge of those people that are in charge of us. I know that. We get that's that. That's the main thing. Exactly. But that's what I'm that's my point to what I'm saying. 
No, it's not the people we're letting in. There's already somebody no, 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 in but the, the big. But the reason why we're letting those people in is because of the of New them. World Order. Yeah, because of my them. Point. Yeah, because of them. That was my point I was getting at. Oh, okay, well, I'm just saying there is something bigger and badder that's controlling our controllers. Well, of course. Yeah, we and know that. We've we had our 8 to, million podcasts on that. I we, know, we know that. But we have to remember that. Yeah, we do know that. That, that was that was the point I was getting at. Our borders are wide open. Uh, you know, freedoms are being taken away. Uh, I saw a meme today that says, and I posted on our Facebook, you know, if you would fight for your freedom like you fought for toilet paper, we might be in a lot better situation than we are right now. Oh, that's funny. But it's true. No one gives a shit about the freedom. They'll give that up easily. But their toilet paper, oh, no. They're going to yeah. get a fight for it. Well, I need a paper um, towels more. but It doesn't matter. But <laughs> so, so, where, so where are we at with this? Um here, here's the reality of, of what I think and, and what I and, and what I hope doesn't happen. But, you know, it, it's, it's going to get to a point where, I mean, I, I hope we can avoid a nuclear war. But the unfortunate thing is, is that we are in a position in the United States. And look, the United States is the person. It is the, if you had one person, right? And I'm referring to the United States as a person, but it is a, it is a country. If you had one person to de-escalate, de-escalate anything it's like it's like the united states right now in this entire situation is like a conor mcgregor it's like you're telling conor mcgregor to de-escalate a situation <laughs> like that doesn't happen and i like conor by the way but i'm saying you you don't just do that and the united states is escalating every exactly. way they can by sending billions and billions of and by the way all these people flowing in through our border, our southern border, you know, they're being shipped to Washington, D.C. now, which they're, <laughs> you know, these are sanctuary cities where they, they welcome the people, supposedly. But now all of a sudden they need the National Guard to come in and do something. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And these people are lining up in places in Washington, D.C. and New York City. And you know what they're receiving? They're receiving free cell phones, money cards, Social Security cards. They're basically getting a life. Out of nowhere. Absolutely. And, and yet I we think... have all of these homeless people on our freaking streets yep. that have nothing and exactly. never have had anything. Our, we have homeless vets that fought and died or yep. not fought, fought and were fought injured, for fought, for fought and injured yeah. for our freedoms. And yet we don't give a damn about them. Yeah. We and, care about And guess whoever. what, Chad? Guess what, Chad? What? Borders all over the freaking country all over the world are opening yeah but they're not opening like this they're not opening well, like the i United think States. a lot of them are opening there, there's a lot of like australia for example correct me australians if okay, i'm wrong australia about this. it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's up by themselves. No, it it's kind of hard to open their border. <laughs> Well, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Australia is hard to get in anyway, exactly. from what I understand. You can't just go and move But I'm there. talking about borders around the country where they're... Well, especially Europe. Like, Europe they, is a big one. Yeah. People are coming in borders all over the world. But there are... Maybe not as much as us, or maybe it's just not publicized. Publicized. As much as ours, but it's happening all over the world but, you know, for a reason, but there's a thing too. Is that I was watching this uh, country over in Europe somewhere that they had a bunch of these. I think it was, they said it was 1,500 people, immigrants or whoever, wherever these people were from. 1,500 of them were at the border, and they fought these people off for what like hours. Border? I don't know what I don't know what country it was. You guys can look it up. 1,500 uh, immigrants fought off. That sounds like Ukraine. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not Ukraine. It's it's Ukraine, a country in Europe. Because Ukraine had that fence that went all the way around. They would not let people in the border. Well, Ukraine ain't fighting no one. No, it's not Ukraine. You're talking about um, 
the other country that is like that didn't join the European Union and now they're getting screwed by the Union. I can't remember. It's not Holland, is it? I can't remember. I don't know. But it's one country that they have a fence all the way around and they cannot come in. Hell no, they can't. Yeah, because they have their border locked down. Yeah, and they're not joining the European Union and all that shit because of that. Because they know if they do, then they're going to be screwed, subject to uh, just invasion. Uh, anti-nationalism. Yeah, and guess which what? Is, which is the purpose. And they're nationalists. Which, they uh, b- they believe in their own country. And they want their own country to stay in their own country. And that's why they have these crazy borders where people can't just jump the fence and get over. They're going to make people go around the borders to get into their country. And any country that opens their borders, they're screwed. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that's the thing with Brexit. Like, Brexit was the withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union. Um, and that that happened in 2020. And the U.K. is the only sovereign country to have left the EU. The U.K. had been a member state of the EU and its predecessor, the European uh, community, since uh, 1973. Um, so they have since left. That was what Brexit was. A lot of people gave them hell about that. Um, but you know, there are other, and, and look, UK can do that because, you know, the UK is, is significantly larger than some of these other countries, but you know, the smaller countries, uh, and you know, I'm saying the UK in whole, not countries necessarily. Um, but some of these smaller countries that are kind of stepping up and saying, we're not joining the European Union because we don't agree with your ideologies and all this other mm-hmm. BS you're mm-hmm. pushing, you know, those countries are getting demonized by the European Union. They're getting cut off from all kinds of shit. They're doing whatever they can to make life a living hell for those people. Um, and is is similarly to where these people uh, can self-sustain for a large part, but small countries is hard because, you know, you, you, have, right. you have to depend on resources, natural resources from exactly. all around the world. And when you are no longer going to get those because you're not joining what they want you to, exactly. it's hard. And, and it's the and, same and thing as the large to the small countries. It's the same thing as the Amish farmers. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. That's what I was getting to. The large countries not joining the union or whatever, it's the same thing as in America where Amish people are not going with the government. They're using organic materials. They're not using anything that the government can tax at all. Mm-hmm. And they're still going after them and saying, if you don't do it our way, we're going to tax the shit out of you and we're going to like take your land away. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. Um, but what are we looking at? I mean, look, we we have to understand that we are in a time that we nothing is promised and nothing is certain. You know, it's it's one of those things we Sherry and I talk about all the time, buying a lot of land and getting out in the middle of nowhere and 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 being self-sustainable. Yeah, but the Amish are doing that and they still can't Yeah, be I know, but that. but I think it's probably <laughs> they're the government's using a loophole to try to get them with some kind of regulation or some bullshit is what they're doing. But because they're not using government fertilizer that's no, what they're going it's, after. It's right? some, well, it's probably why. I mean, the reason that they're doing it is because they're self-sustaining a, exactly. an, an entire community. Exactly. I think they said there's like 800 plus people that depend on this and sustain themselves on this. Which on is their land alone and nothing that the government provides On this them. Amish farm, yes. Yeah. And so the government obviously can't deal they with that. They don't like They that. don't want it. And so they find them three. They want to shut them down. They've already said if you don't shut down you're going to be mega screwed. We're already finding you 300,000. This was on Fox News today. I saw it on multiple other uh, sources. You guys need to look it up and get a little more acquainted with that. But it's just the the reality is, is like we, look, in my opinion, like the globalization and anti-God and anti-Christianity and, and um, you know, look, I mean, you can believe in whatever you want to believe in religion-wise, um, but you... But I want you to have the ability to believe in that and not be dictated what you can and can't believe in. Or we or 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 the government doesn't go after you because right. of your beliefs. Right. But that's and, why and that is we my became America is to come to a place where we could believe in what we want to believe and worship the way we want to worship. That's why we came to America. Yeah, we really did. God, I feel weird. My headphones are doing some, but weird, honestly, some that, weird stuff. Yeah, mine is too. But that's honestly why people migrated to America. Yeah, because it's land of the free. It was uh, it was a place where everyone had a a American dream, 
and now the American dream is no longer. I, I you know it's funny. I, I talked to my brother. Uh, actually, you're right. I did talk to my brother recently. Did I tell my mom that I didn't talk to him in a while? I yeah, talked to him I recently. Knew you had. You said you didn't talk to him. In like no, two I, months, this, no, this but not whatever. two months. I said two weeks. Okay. But this just reminded me. He's like, well, shit. I don't. Well, he's like. Well, he did tell me, he's like, you better not tell nobody this. You've never telling millions of people right now. <laughs> but he did tell me, he's like, man, he's like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, I'm looking at, at land. And I was like, oh, yeah, so are we. He's like, no, but it ain't in the United States. <laughs> like, I'm looking at land somewhere else. <laughs> like, somewhere else. Probably some island, somewhere that ain't nobody going to fuck with. You know, whatever. I was like, yeah. And I love the way you say it. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. Meaning, like, this is country people, like, out country in the southern. My brother was a Marine, you know, he, yeah, he's but a military they're very guy. southern, right? Not very southern. I mean, not like as southern as, but I'm just some saying, they're not looking for they're land country, in the United like, yeah. States. They're looking for land where they can be free. <laughs> it's not gonna be in the United States. Or at least just done with the bullshit. Like, <laughs> I mean, parts of me look, dude, it's like, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to, I don't want to bail on, on our country, but it's just like, but there's just so much, man. That's just like, oh my God, I just can't believe what's going on. And, and it's going to get worse. Oh, I, know. I mean, we're, we're seeing there are, there is more crime in the streets right now than ever before, probably. And, and it's getting back to the days of like just a uh, wild west days. I mean, you have New York, people sucker punching people, killing the shit out of them. You have people kicking seventy-eight-year-old uh, grandmas in the head. Yeah, you have people. <laughs> it's crazy raiding gas stations, just and and like a whole group of people in Los Angeles. I mean, all these places. All this crime is um, going on. Because and, and we're going to bring back on Ken Good, which I need to reach out to him. Uh, yeah, that might be our next the podcast. The law reform. But it all reform, goes yeah. back. Yeah, the bell reform. But it all goes back to one place, and we all know where that is. What? It's all the. Bullshit that they want us to go to. Oh yeah, well They're yeah, they, 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 want, they want to destroy the country. Yeah, they want to make it to where we have no reason to be a country anymore. We got to mm-hmm. join their bullshit. I'm going to Metaverse. That's where I'm getting land. Oh, I heard you, you can buy. It, I heard you can, you can buy. Just it. Stay in our living room and like live on the Metaverse. Yeah, I'm not even moving. Oh, Chad's already making art for the Metaverse. By the way, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> well, no, it's not funny. No, I mean, I'm no, not. I'm, I'm doing, but you really have been. Yeah, I'm doing NFTs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm they're really do nice. They're good. I'm going to do NFTs, and but I'm doing certain NFTs. Now, NFTs are cool. We're going to have a whole podcast on that. NFTs are cool. If if the world just don't freaking crumble, NFTs could be a, a big way that a community can make a lot of money together. Um, meaning we make something that is important to us. The NFTs I'm looking at is like alien type crazy just some awesome shit that would mean something to all of us. Not maybe not all of you listening to this podcast, but like something that means something to this podcast to where we sell it and then you guys buy a certain whatever it is and then you guys can make money off of it, you know? Like you guys sell it. And it's it's a community. It's a way that a community can make money together. But um yeah, the metaverse is interesting. It is it's an interesting thing because you know, I I think it's probably going to be used for bad. Yeah, I think the <laughs> metaverse is kind of like uh, networking like Almway or whatever it's called. Amway. No, Al- absolutely. Amway. No, that's not what the hell Amway. You can't compare the Met- Metaverse. Has not, wh- Metaverse is Web 3.0. They're selling their art to other people, right? What? Is that what they're doing? You sell your No, the art. Metaverse. No, the Metaverse. Oh, well, you and, sell anyway. land and stuff too, no, right? Yeah, but. NFTs are different. It is a it is a crypt. It is a form of crypto. It does have uh, value, and if you're you. smart enough to buy at the right time and in certain situations, then you can make a lot of money on it. I mean, there's been a lot of NFT people make a shit ton of money, including people that buy it. Um, and especially if you have a following, you know, if you have a following enough to where even if 20 people of your following of say a million buy, say you 20 people buy 20 NFTs we create or whatever the case is. And then out of that 20, the millions of other people that listen or whatever are going to want to buy that NFT as well because it's only going to be a certain amount of NFTs. And it's just going to keep being money. But eventually someone's going to keep them because they want to they have that. And it's going to gain value probably as NFTs rise as long as the government doesn't fuck that up. Um, but, yeah, it's a great thing. I mean, and there's been a lot of people do a lot of great shit with NFTs. 
Um, yeah, I heard some of them even like have the NFTs in their well, metaverse, did. in their metaverse. Well, yeah, houses, they have them on their walls. Yeah, right? that, that's how you display it. And they have like special lights and stuff that yeah. <laughs> displays them or whatever. I mean, every everyone that is has anything it has NFTs right now. I mean, you know, that's it's it's a way that communities can um, can get closer. NFTs offer a lot of different stuff, but yeah. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, yeah. But anyways, guys, anyways. we're going to, I, I yep. think that's going to be it for tonight's uh, podcast. We want to kind of give you guys an update on the Russia-Ukraine situation, kind of our thoughts on this whole assassination. I think it's going to, hopefully it's not going to lead to more, but what else, what other assassination will happen? What will be the next, es- the next escalation? Hopefully, Nothing. hopefully we can get through this. But look, yeah. as, as, as a friend of ours said, um, What's going to happen in our future is already written. Exactly. Some of you may not believe that, but, but I it think is. it already is. You're right. It's already written. So we just got to accept it and roll with it, man. Yep. And you got to be ready. Yep. So. You're, that's so right. Whoever that friend was is an amazing friend. Yeah. Because that's guys, the truth. That's un- the truth. Until next time, we love you and peace out. Peace out. Before the dawn, it's always dark. Before the light, there is a tunnel. Before you run, you gotta stumble Live your life.